Bush and Richie here with your home time podcast. Welcome along. Do you think we've got a stage show in us? A stage show? What what kind of area are you thinking? Magic? Cabaret? Well, anything to be go, uh, to be honest, because here's here's what has caught my eye. Yesterday after the show, walking to go and get the tube home, walk past the London Palladium, big old queue. It's oh. great to see the theatres back open. They've yeah. had a tough time. And I thought, I wonder what this is for. Uh, there was uh, some kind of Van Morrison thing on last week. Last night, it was a show called Here Come the Boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering, all right, this sounds like some kind of show. What's this? And it's the lads out of Strictly all together, just sort of, you know, praising up, shirts open, obviously doing some kind of dancing show. Well, so, because uh, I've generally thought men aren't allowed to mill around together anymore now, because it's, <laughs> you know, it's seen as wrong. Are they allowed to do that? Good for them if they're allowed to do it. Good like, for you know, them. Good for them. So then I got off the tube on my way into work today at lunchtime, walked back past the Palladium, another great big queue. I'm thinking, oh, Palladium's having a busy few times. It's another matinee of Here Come the Boys. Wow. And I'm thinking, cool, this is, um, I don't want to say the phrase money for old rope, because, you know, hats off to these, you know, to the boys for doing all this. But I thought to myself, you know, their day job, Strictly Come Dancing, it's not on until the autumn. Uh-huh. So, you know, they're all getting together and people are coming in and paying to see them dance for an hour and a half. So I'm thinking, you, me, Burrell, Berry, Dyson. So you mean like an, an absolute radio, stars of absolute radio. Yes. Uh, spin-off tour. Spin-off tour. Don't know what we do. Leona on a motorbike jumping a double-decker. <laughs> As the finale at the end. She is the, the absolute radio Barry G. That would be so good. Oh, my God, I'd pay to see that. That would be brilliant. you are a theatre empresario, maybe you are... You know one at Everton, Bill Kenwright. He puts on shows, doesn't he? Danielle Perry, at the beginning, come up from the floor on a Wurlitzer, playing a tune to get everyone going at the end. Roll out the barrels. Fantastic. This is what she can play. Doing. She can right. play. It's going to happen... Watch us. We're, we're going to do some kind of... Yeah, buy your tickets now. We don't know what's happening, but... And it's going to be called Here Come the DJs. Let this show be a celebration of optimism and hopefully people getting back to doing the things that they love. And with that in mind, I would like to announce that I'm going camping with the family for the first time in ages. And I don't want to make that sound like the, camp, the family have been camping and have not decided to take me. <laughs> We're all going together. I'm excited but quite nervous at the same time. And it's, as a parent, it's a bit of a gamble, isn't it, going camping? Do you know what I mean? It is, yeah. It's taking, it's taking the little one out of a routine. It's little one out of a routine. It can either go brilliantly and it will create memories forever or it can be a nightmare. It's kind of gambling. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for example, I'm haunted by uh, a terrible camping trip we went on when I was a kid where it rained so badly that I remember my dad just losing it. You know when dads lose it? Absolutely. Right, that's it. And he put everything, proper faulty tower style, into the boot, never camped again, drove home in the middle of the night. <laughs> sick, absolutely sick of it. So there's a few more things to consider. So like you say, kids are a bit older this time, so a bit more entertainment needs to be done. Uh, but I've had my mind blown by going onto some camping groups on Facebook. Big fan of Facebook kind of interest groups. Yeah. So we're on a couple of camping groups there. And some of the home comforts that people take with them and tech and stuff, unbelievable. What are they taking? Well, there's a fellow there, he had a photo, and this, as far as I could tell from being kind of a newbie on the scene with camping, this seems to be the norm. He had a TV and DVD player. Where's he getting the power from? Well, apparently there's like a lecky power things there now that you can camp next really? to. Really? Yes. That's not camping. No, I know. Apparently wow. now, though, people, because, you know, the kit's gone through the roof in terms yeah. of what you can buy, uh, some people take some more awesome, unbelievable stuff. 
Amazing. So I, I guess, like, as a newbie, just asking for a bit of advice in this hour of the show. More people are camping than ever before uh, because of the fact we've all been trapped in the United Kingdom for ages. But if you camp, what unusual or lavish items, home comforts, do you take with you? TV, heater, PS5? <laughs> We'd love to know, 8, 12, 15. Charlie's got in touch. This isn't necessarily a home comfort, but it definitely fits under lavish for camping. We went camping last weekend. Our 11-year-old son saw fit to pack a 1,000-piece jigsaw depicting a map of the world. Wow, what a wind-up. You can't even have a flat surface to do it. <laughs> I know. Helen says, I take a fridge, a heater and a lamp. I have an inflatable tent so I can put the whole thing up single-handedly in about 30 minutes. Now the kids are a bit older, they're getting better at helping. A fridge, a heater and a lamp? Incredible. Literally a home comfort from Hazel. This isn't so much the tech side of things. It is comfort. Says, I don't do sleeping bags. Always taking my duvet. See, one of the best things about camping is that getting your own sleeping bag, your bag. Do you know what I mean? Oh, mate, no. I, I, I love I've, I'm on Hazel's side here. Sleeping bags just the, just get so warm you, in them. You can get some really good sleeping bags these days now. They're almost like a bit of a duvet. Really? Yeah, there's some great tech. Trust me on this. I'll have to try one out. Uh, Martin says he takes this is unbelievable an inflatable five seater corner settee. Wow, that's I, I'm gonna have to get my head around that. Wow, uh, that's an amazing thing. We've got Donna on the line. Donna, what lavish item do you bring? Tepanyaki grill, obviously. Say that again because I don't. Uh, did you know what that was, Rich? I've never, never heard, heard of, it. of one. Never heard What's of one. What's it called? A tepanyaki grill. We are googling while you talk, just so you know. So you, yeah, when you go it's camping, flat, it's a flat looking grill. What did you say? There's <laughs> no need to curse. <laughs> um, you, so you, you and your, your other half go camping, you bring this grill yeah. with you. Why, why do you bring yeah. it and how do you make it work? Um, well, you plug it in, so it's electric, and it's like a hot plate. It's like a Japanese hot plate. Yeah. And then you cook everything on it. So we go and buy prawns and chicken and whatever's local to where we're staying, usually Cornwall or somewhere, and you throw it all on your teppanyaki grill and you cook wow. it all. There can't be many people on a campsite that are eating, you know, Japanese food that haven't had it delivered by a local takeout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just it's easier than... Um, trying to make a barbecue. Do you, do you feel that um, camping, because this is, we're talking today about the fact I haven't been a, camping for ages and I've just been completely bowled over by what people take these days. Do you think it's got yeah. more advanced now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Camping's not for me. It has to be glam camping. I need to take my straighteners. I need to take my hairdryer. Wow. You take your hairdryer and straighteners camping? Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. I've got one final oh, question about know. your teppanyaki, Donna. Um, having yeah. seen it for the first time within He's the just last seen your 60 seconds, <laughs> could you do breakfast on it as well? Could you do a fried Absolutely. egg and sausages on that? Absolutely. It's yeah. becoming English. quite a good idea. Now you're talking our yeah. language, Donna. Now you're talking our yeah. language. Enjoy camping. No name attached to this text. 8, 12, 15 to get in touch. I take my projector and 80-inch screen. It's instant drive-in movies. This is... This is unbelievable. That's outrageous. It would look cool, though, Yeah. in the great outdoors, but... You wouldn't want to be next door to them. Good point. Denise says, so when we camp, we take an air fryer, a coffee machine, TV fridge, and an electric plancher. We don't even know what that is. Jules, last word is with you. What are you taking? Uh, a bean-to-cup coffee machine. Now, that's my kind of tech. <laughs> so, what have you got, Richie? Is yours bean-to-cup the thing you've got at home? I do have a... Uh, let's, let's talk coffee machines. I've got a DeLonghi, Jules. What you got? I can match you on the DeLonghi as well. Beautiful. So you've both got a DeLonghi. Uh, and yeah. then how you actually take this with you when you go camping and have it in the tent. So I've got a little, um, it's called a little shelter. It's a, a pop 
shelter. So that's mainly the catering section. Wow. Wow. <laughs> section. <laughs> it's got the um, it's got the bean to cut machine plugged in for the electricity, and it's also got a George Foreman grill in there as well. So I'm wow. I'm part of Yaki. So this is unbelievable. Uh, did this go bit by bit? with camping and you've just added to it and got more kind of extravagant or have you just gone all in right from the start? Um, it's been a gradual process because to be honest coffee's quite important isn't it in the morning? I would say if I've just spent the night sleeping on soil in a sweaty sleeping bag <laughs> I'm going to need coffee. <laughs> exactly, there you go you see, we're on the same page. Now, I'm not sure what most people uh, come to this show for, but in uh, recent surveys, we found out a lot of people come here for consumer news. Very interested to hear today that sales of halogen light bulbs <laughs> are going to be banned in the UK from September. Why? What have they done? What's wrong with them? Well, they are phasing them out uh, because it will cut an estimated 1.26 million tonnes of carbon emissions a year uh, by getting rid of halogen light bulbs. So that means you have to use the energy-saving ones that make you look absolutely dreadful because <laughs> of their awful harsh lighting. Now, look, I am all for saving the climate. You know, got children. It'll be good for them to have a world to inherit. That's great. Fair play to them. Good luck. However, I've just had the kitchen redone. <laughs> and 16 spotlights. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. 16 spotlights. Wow. What goes in your spotlight? Your halogen light bulb. So they can't do, like, the new versions of them. Or they're going to be expensive, aren't they? Bush, this is, this is a brand new kitchen. It started in February. It's just been finished to find out. On the day it finishes. <laughs> the day it finishes. <laughs> that halogen light bulbs are being banned. I'm beside myself. So what I'm going to do, I've got until September. If yeah. I go around, I go past the shop, and I see some halogen spotlights on sale, just going to buy them. Do you think there's a limit on how many you can have, like paracetamol? They can only sell you like two or three boxes per time. But even if they sell me one box, okay, because they're all fine at the moment. Yeah, even yeah. if they sell me one box, I'll take it home. Then a week later, just buy another box. And hopefully, should keep me going. So it'll be like you you and Natalie watching telly surrounded by boxes of halogen <laughs> lights, like Nelson Mandela House in uh, Only Falls and Horses. Yeah. Uh, the only hair wax that works to give me the Doogie Hauser MD look that I have, uh, I can only find it just around the corner here right. in Soho in central London. So every time I walk past a hairdresser that's got it in the window, I always buy two or three tins of it. Amazing. So I've got like five or six tins in the locket in our bathroom, but I'm scared it's going to run out and that'll be it. Loads of people. Loads. Loads of people saying, Richie, you can just change them for LED bulbs as long as it's the same fitting, times 1,000. I feel like you need to arrange uh, a socially distanced kind of town hall meeting to, to go speak to these people face-to-face. -face. We've had so many messages. We've never had so many messages about light bulbs. Anything else? I mean, I, I might have to actually check the light fitting when I get... I'll update you all tomorrow. It's going to be a fascinating show. We'll do LED hour tomorrow, <laughs> something like that. Uh, some people doing some brilliant stockpiling here. Mrs J says, Johnson & Johnson cotton buds. I've got about 12 tubs. I can never have have too many. Andrew says, I've been stockpiling cans of Tropical Tango because they stopped making it and I'm not ready to say goodbye to it yet. I have about 120 cans in the garage. On cotton buds, just as an aside, apparently the best thing to clear your AirPods with. Oh, really? There you go. Learn anything every day. Uh, Rob, what are you stockpiling? My fishing line, I can't get hold of it anywhere anymore. I found the load online. Surely, I mean, my dad's going to be mortified with this because my dad's a fisherman. Uh, surely fishing line's just just the same bit of plastic, innit? Fishing line's fishing line. Oh, fishing line's fishing line, Rob. No, no. Fishing line is different makes and different 
the one that replaced it that I used for years is absolutely rubbish now. Before your mobile phone completely takes us away from you, um, how, uh, how how long do you think you've got left with what you've got stocked up? Probably, uh, probably got about maybe, I don't know, three, four years' worth of stuff left there now. <laughs> After that, <laughs> that burn the house, get to the waterways and head for the mountains. <laughs> that's the one, that's the one. Cheers, Rob. Cheers, fella. Bye, Rooney is stockpiling Dax red hair wax. Probably the same as me. If wow. you, you panic, you're not going to be able to get your favourite hair wax. He's also been buying bulldog face balm as well. Uh, Ruth does this with cream eggs between New Year and Easter. That's when they're mostly on sale. It's a running joke between family and friends. My brother bought me a box of 41 for my birthday, she wow. says. Wow. And speaking of loads, Shane has sent us a photo of uh, the cupboard in his kitchen. He has not one, but seven packs of his favourite muesli country crisps. Darren, what are you stockpiling? Um, Reese's Pieces, basically, you know, the peanut butter cups. Oh, yeah. do we know them? They're great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, basically, at the end of the day, they had three in a pack. Now they're selling them for two in a pack um, for the same price. And I'm thinking, who's eating that last one? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. hang on. Talk us through this. So are you are you now, like, trying to buy up all the three packs that you find before the shops are only left with the two packs? Yeah, but as soon as I get out of work tonight, that's my mission. Good lads. Uh, we're all we're behind you on this as well. Uh, do, you, do you have any at the moment in terms of a current stockpile or is it starting from this evening? Um, Steve, uh, I have about two in the fridge at the moment, but they're starting to get quite hard to find. I mean, this is uh, a national tragedy, I think. It is. I'm getting panicked even thinking about it. And this <laughs> is your hometown show in a nutshell. This, can, this is it. Can we do a midweek cliffhanger? Because I want to know how this fella gets on tomorrow. <laughs> we will call you yeah, tomorrow to see if you've managed to locate any three-pack peanut butter. Whereabouts are you, Darren? What, what part of the uh, country are you in? Highwickham. Okay, so Highwickham. we know that Buckinghamshire has a Reese's Pieces crisis right now. It'll be on the news this <laughs> evening. If you happen to be in that area and you see any, help Darren out and make sure you get in touch with the show and we'll point him in the right direction. So we'll speak to you tomorrow then, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you so much. Right, Wednesday night is our midweek games night. We're halfway through the week. We need a laugh. We need a game. So we always give you a games night. It's a different game each week. And with the Euros around the corner, starts on Friday, Cammy's Supporters Club, the podcast for you to uh, listen and subscribe to and enjoy right now, we thought we would have a football-related game. Uh, we were thinking, what would you guys really love to do ahead of the Euros? What has never been done on radio before? And now it came to us when we were having a little coffee around the corner... Spot the ball. Spot the ball's never been done on the radio before, primarily because you can't you can't spot something because it's all about your ears. You can't see it and stuff. But that, we're not going to let that stop us from trying it. So, here's how spot the ball on the radio is going to work, all right? Imagine a square, four by four, all right? A to D, one to four. That's it's it's pretty, like battleships. Yeah, It's exactly. like a little grid. So... There's your square, that's, there's your grids, right? You can imagine that. This is the power of the power of your imagination, which radio is all about. We're painting pictures. Picture it. Uh, we're a little bit confused. Our, our um, social media guy, Nick, has done A to D. The A is at the top, the D is at the bottom. Right, OK. Which, which we were trying to work out whether, in, in the world of doing graphs and stuff, is that how it works? But that's how it is going to work for this. So A at the top left... D at the bottom left, and then one to four, as you would expect from left to right. Uh, it's it's superimposed over a picture of Richie and I looking in the air as the ball hovers above us. 
It's almost like you know a defender and a striker going for the same ball at a corner. That's the kind of view that you're looking at. Me on the left, Bush on the right. He's slightly taller than me, so does that influence where the ball might be for you to think about? Uh, and I'm only saying this because the, one of the lines is directly through you. I'm not saying you cover up four squares Thank because you. you are you've <laughs> a different man to where you were a year ago. But Richie's in C1, C2, D1, and D2. Am I in four squares? You're, you're right in the middle. I still need to lose a bit of weight. Uh, and I, being a beanpole, I'm in B3, C3, and D3. <laughs> That sums us up, actually, in many ways. Dawning on us why no one's done spot the ball on the radio, but we're going to keep going. So if you think you know where the ball is, describe where you are again. What squares are you in? I'm in B3, C3, D3. You're in C1, C2, D1 and D2. Okay. We've got a hell of a prize as well, though. It's what you want. <laughs> it's what you want. Uh, so 03301231215 to get your guesses in. Who's this? It's Gwen. Gwen. I wonder if Gwen rhymes with win, and that's what could be happening right now on spot the ball. Oh, I hope so. Gwen, what square is the ball in? Um, B2. B2. Oh. Gwen, we're sorry to say on this occasion you've not spotted the ball. You haven't spotted the ball, but Richie oh. is looking at it from, from the position he's in as he's going up to meet that header. He's looking at it. Oh, no. Oh, well. Hard luck, Gwen. Home time. Hello. Who's this? Uh, hello, it's Dan. Dan, spot the ball. Where's the ball? Uh, D1. D1. Is yes. if you're looking at the uh, the grid, an absurd guess to be quite frank. It's right behind Richie's right ankle, according <laughs> to the picture that I'm looking at at the moment. It's a good guess, okay. Dan, but it's not right, my friend. Okay, never mind. Deborah, where's the ball? D one. I'm afraid it's not D one, Deborah. A lot of people obsessed with that bit just behind <laughs> your right ankle, Richie. <laughs> Why do they think that? I don't oh, know I what it is. Pleasure to speak to you both anyway. Thank you. Oh, so did you speak to you? Thank you, Deborah. Hello, home time. Who's this? What's it? Hello? Is that Bush or Richie? It's both, both of, of us. us. Who's that? It's Andrew from Sheffield. Hey! <laughs> Excitable fella. He's a live wire. Yes. Who wouldn't be excited playing Spot the Ball on the radio? Such a success. Um, where's the ball? I think it is B4. B4. Now, that is just behind my head. A lot of people have been guessing behind Richie's head or behind his heel. That's actually to the other side Ooh. of my head. Uh, and it's... It's not yeah, there, I'm afraid. I've just got this picture of you trying to edit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that good at trying to edit. That's that's a good point. And, yeah, it's not right, my friend. But thanks for playing. Lovely to speak to you. We love your energy. Thank you. Thanks very much. Hello, home time. Who's this? This is Drew from Edinburgh. Hello, Drew. Where is the ball? Uh, I'm going to go B2. B2. Ooh. It's 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 still not B2, I'm afraid, Drew. Oh, gutted. J- Drew, just while we got you on, are you feeling good about Scotland's chances in the Euros? Yep, yeah, I'm going for a win against Croatia. Uh, England will get a lucky draw and then we'll beat the Croats and that'll be it. Done and dusted. Very wow. confident, very confident indeed. We shall see. OK, thanks, guys. Let's get our final caller. Who's this? Peter. Peter. Brilliant to have you on the show. Where are you calling in from this evening, Peter? Bolton. Good lads. Now, Peter, pressure's on you a little bit. You're going to be the last person that we've got time to go to, so we're kind of hoping that you get the correct answer, because if not, radio's first ever spot the ball rolls over to next week, which is just farcical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where on our our grid reference do you think the ball is, Peter? C2. Seat. Like his bingo caller delivery there as well. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Peter, um, that's not where the ball is. Oh, right. So, um, what a shame. Thank you very much for taking part. But we want to yeah, tell you, Peter, right. you're not barred from entering tomorrow because it's going to be a rollover, so you can have another go tomorrow. What about that, huh? I'll give it a try, maybe. 
Good lads. Are we going to do this tomorrow or does it come back next Wednesday? Let's make an That's executive a good point. decision. I don't feel like people are going to wait a no. whole week. <laughs> Let's come back tomorrow. It's back on tomorrow, Peter. So, Richie, do you want to give out the ticketing number four? Here comes the DJs, the Absolute Radio Stars of Absolute Radio spin-off tour that you were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Ticketmaster.net. Oh, <laughs> watch this space. 